0: Welcome to yet another episode, the first of 2023 of the first X Minutes podcast. Been a minute, I saw y'all, been a minute, y'all saw me, I hope you're well and safe. It's the morning after the heavyweight clash of the Stamford Bridge between Chelsea and Manchester City. And boy, did that match serve up a (laughs) back-to-back Action, end to end stuff. Zakaria, I forgot who hit the woodwork. Uh, the Chelsea player that hit the woodwork on one end, Kevin De Bruyne getting a shot on target. On the other end, it was it was feisty. It was it was fast. It was a game that was played at a very very fast pace. And I think he concluded that round of Premier League action. And speaking of rounds. There's no rest for the weekend, especially you have taken a six-week hiatus from club football and you're trying to catch up with the calendar. FA Cup action, third round FA Cup action resumes today. I think Manchester United taking on Everton. Manchester United on that fantastic run of games. Speaking of run of games, we have the Syria also return day before yesterday. Yes, day before yesterday, wetness day, ten games. Feisty action, Salernitana taking on AC Milan. Juventus handing Cremonense, um, that heartbreaker. Um, I've forgotten his name. His name now um, got the late, 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 late winner from the set piece, and then of course we had the Inter Milan versus Napoli. Inter Milan handing Napoli their first loss of the season, but I need to quickly talk about the Chelsea-Manchester City game. It was Chelsea's first half versus Manchester City's second half. Pep Guardiola sort of like tried to play some sort of trick, um, test something, putting Kaiwaka and Cancelo on the same flank. They've misplaced a lot of passes. Uh, they were uncoordinated as it seemed, and they give Chelsea the leverage in you know, order to go out there, hit the woodwork, put them under pressure. I think Guardiola noticed this and they took both players off at halftime. I think he brought on Rico Lewis, I think the 18-year-old youngster who has, uh, who has taken to um, high pressure football like duck to water, and um, he played fantastically well. They brought back the balance Rodrigo and Rico in the middle of the pack. Akanji also coming in, I think, in the second half. Fifo didn't go off for Grealish, um, Bernardo got off for Mares, and uh, Mares eventually get the goal. Um, and it, it was, I think, Chelsea should regret this one because they had Manchester City by the neck, by the scruff of their neck in the first half, and I think they could have pushed them all the way, gotten the first goal, maybe second one to, to ease the pressure off themselves but they kept losing those chances, they kept failing to make the most of those chances that felt to them especially in the first half and as it turns out, if you don't kill off a side like Manchester City, if you don't kill, up a cont- kill off a contender, an opponent like Manchester City chances are that you will regret and they were made to regret with the, the marriage chance that turned into a goal, kept to blame at some point but uh, it's not all doom and gloom for the Blues no, it's not on Blues for the Blues, especially for the Stanford for the Blues, no. Um, because some young stars came on late in the game. Zakaria did well for himself. We have Hall. Um, Conor Gallagher showed that, look, coach, you need to give me more time, more playing time. I can do a lot more for you on the field of play rather than on the being on the bench. And speaking of being on the bench, we spoke about um, the players that came on for Manchester City in the second half. I think one thing that can make the difference, that might make the difference, in the long run between Arsenal and Manchester City has to be the squad death. Kai Walker and Cancelo Two of the top I mean fullbacks you can never have in club football um, in the past two, three years thereabouts we are playing badly. And a side like Manchester City could afford to bring on Rico Lewis, could afford to bring on Conji, tweak the, 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 um, the backline setup, stabilize the midfield, give Kevin De Bruyne more, more freedom to move around the park. Good one, I almost forgot. Um, Bernardo was not getting the best of Cocorella, and then he brings on Mares to do the job. Fifode was quiet, he brought on Jack Grealish. I mean, it was like replacing world class stars with world class players and it says a lot about the squad death of Manchester City it also says a lot about what they are capable of we've seen them in action we know what they can do but each time they come out they are are, are pushed to the wall yeah they were pushed to the wall against everything couldn't get a goal for themselves to make it 2-1, Everton was still, of course, a point from the Etihad. But against Chelsea, they showed that, look, we could play badly in the first half, we can afford to play badly in the first half, and then come out in the second half and do justice and kill off an opponent that has failed to kill us in the first half. So I think that, that, that was a mini template for playing Manchester City. If you can get them by the cross of their neck in the first half, get them to play badly, first step into making errors, get your first goal or your second goal, and you are assured of at least a draw. At least a draw. But if you don't do that, chances are, and they proved that yesterday, that they are going to make you feel sorry for not taking your chances. Still staying with this game, I think, we need to talk about Haaland. Yeah, in the grand context of things, when it comes to uh, goals, Haaland does the business. He's, he's the highest goal scorer by, by okay, maybe not a mile, because Harry Kane is very close to him you now, as we speak. But 21 goals in 15, 16 Premier League games says a lot about the striker. However, his, his goal-scoring prowess is without doubt undebatable. However, his touches of the ball is Lukaku-like. And I don't know if anybody has, has noticed this. When he takes two, three touches, he seems to be uncoordinated, he seems to be under pressure, and he gives the ball away. This is one of the things, these are some of the things I noticed in the game between Chelsea and Manchester City. What did you notice? You can leave me a comment and let's talk football.